The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We have a fun show for you guys today. Um, first guest is going to be Evan Brown uh, from The Stylistics. And then we have uh, Jeff Kaplan, also known as J. Cap. He's an indie artist I actually met on social media who I think his music is fabulous. And he just happens to also play a character in Cobra Kai. Um, so it should be a lot of fun. Um, before we get started, let's say hi to my cool, outrageous man about town co-star, Mr. Ron Russell. And Astro. And Astro. Astro's a ham. Every week he jumps in my lap exactly when the show is going to go on. He loves it. Say hi, Astro. It's so funny. He was Say running hi, all around. As soon as he heard the music, as soon as he heard our uh, our producer, Juan, play the music, he came running to get on, John's, to get on Ron's lap. <laughs> so what's angel. up, chat room? We He's have, my uh, baby. B. Claudia from Germany is in the chat room. Cindy Lake's in the chat room. Stefan Bell's in the chat room. People are showing up, and the dog is running around. Okay, I'm tired. He's tired. You know, I feel like, remember Blazing Saddles? The Mel Brooks movie, Remember? When Madeline Kahn were singing on the stage, I'm tired, tired of playing the game. Ain't it a crying shame? I'm tired. And then she kicks the guy's foot off a stage and she said, get the fuck off my stage if you're not in show business. Smile. Because <laughs> B. Claudia is taking pictures. <laughs> Yay! So I'm tired. <clears throat> I'm very tired. You know why I'm tired? Because it's raining for the last couple of days and cold and cloudy. And we're not used to that. So we want to like be like bears and go into our caves. <coughs> it rained all day yesterday. Yeah, we want to be bears in caves. It wasn't that cold. It was only like 55. Which That's cold. For some people, isn't that cold, That's know, depending very, on where that, you are. We're in Palm Springs. It's not supposed to be that cold, but it's cold. But, yeah, we didn't even go out of the house yesterday. <laughs> we didn't even leave the house. I stayed in my pajamas all day. Yeah, I was in my pajamas all day working and napping <laughs> and falling asleep. Because when it's dingy and dreary and cloudy and cold, you, you want to sleep. I don't know why that is. Also, Maybe uh, because we are bears. That's right. Dave Hughes joined us from the UK. Hey, Dave, how you hey, doing? Hey, David, how Don, are you? Don Hinton is here. She says hey, it's Dawn. raining in Bakersfield. Oh, you could show your watch today because you haven't worn that one lately. Oh, Don likes watches. It's a uh, 49. 49, blue and yellow. There we go. You got to have fun. And um, 
Yeah, Bakersfield's still California. It yes. rains up there. Of course it rains. It's raining all over California from Los Angeles up. Uh, Sydney Lady Lake says she's in Florida and she's wrapped in blankets. <laughs> yeah, our, our engineer said it was, what do you say, it was 70-something? Oh, but he's in South Florida and she's in North Florida, so it'll be colder for North her. Florida's cold. Which is fun. So we didn't do anything this weekend, really, I don't think, did we? Did we do anything? We didn't really do anything this weekend, and we don't have any. Well, did we go to a birthday party? Oh, no, we did. That's right. Oh, I'm so stupid. I forgot. Yeah, you are. We went to Terrell Sandifer's uh, birthday party and hung out. Uh, we saw Sean and Michelle Kanan and their new dog, Trixie. We also yeah. met Daryl yeah. Vidal and Udo Kier. And the um, party was the usual Palm Springs gay party. They had two men with great bodies dressed as mermaids, you know, with bottoms swimming in the pool. And then go go boys dancing, and then you know fire, live DJ, and light the the usual crap that gay people think they have to do when they have a party. But it was fun and nice, and I'm happy that we were invited. Yes, and it we was had a good fun. time. I wait till you guys see Trixie. Soon you'll see more pictures Trixie of her. Is Trixie a, is like a miniature bull bulldog, because Charlie they had to put to sleep. Charlie was blind and old. 13 years old. And he passed. And I said to Jimmy when I heard that they put him down, I said, oh, my God, Michelle must be out of her mind. Because she had him in a baby carriage and took him everywhere. If Charlie couldn't go, Michelle and Sean didn't go. So they took him on the set. They had, they had the a baby parties. carriage. They took him to restaurants in a baby carriage like it was a baby. It yeah. was fun. And they treated Charlie like, like their child. So you guys, our first guest today um, – uh, has another event he's filling in because we had a cancellation. We're super excited to have him, but he's here. We're going to bring our guest on early because uh, because he's got to leave a little bit early. We're super excited to have him, so please, let's welcome uh, Ebon Brown, and uh, hopefully I'm pronouncing it right. Hey! Uh, yes, you are. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm blessed. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, so that's how we pronounce it, Ebon Brown, right? Uh, 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 Ebon Brown. Eban, okay, okay. See, we um, wanted to get I, it right. I, I would have pronounced it Eben. Eben, well, you can do that. Eben, Eban, or Eben. So you can do either, yeah. either war. Yeah. All right, so let me do a good intro for you. All right, everybody, now right. Want, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, modern jazz guitarist, singer, former lead singer of the Stylistics, and a bunch of other great bands. Eban Brown, hello, and welcome <laughs> to the show. Yay. How are you? How are you? How are you? Thank you for I'm having me. Very, very How good. How are you? You know, I'm, I'm blessed that so, the stylistics was one of my favorite groups. And of course, you, you make me feel brand new. That song, <laughs> that song went all over uh, our swimming pool. Every single <laughs> pool. No, seriously, you know, we had, uh, the big, we had a loudspeaker outside by the pool. And right. It would always be Ruby and the Romantics for some reason. And uh -huh. the stylistics. I don't know why you guys always came one after another. Does everybody remember Ruby and 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 the and the, and the uh, Ruby? Uh, I do. <laughs> remember? I, I don't remember. know. They were, they were, they were Philadelphia group. Yeah. Ruby they were and Philadelphia the, group. Yeah. Actually, we lived. That's okay. We're in Palm Springs. Ruby and the Romantics. I don't know who that is. I never oh, heard of them. They were fabulous. So we we Our lived. Day we will come. Oh, I know that. Okay. <laughs> so, I love that. This is Ron Russell. He's my co-host since you don't know him. So we usually no, introduce first. Say hi. Then we have a chat room with a bunch of people flying. If you could just say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody. How are you? So glad to be here today. Um, 
So we, but we wait a minute, the one that I really love, and you're gonna remember <laughs> this one, Evan. Ebon. Evan, I like Evan. Evan was a character in a book I read years ago. Mm. And he was a dashing uh, swordsman, and his name oh, was really? Evan, so that name is a good name. But the one that I love is Mary Wells. Uh huh. Uh, love you yeah. better wake up, yeah, before we break up on you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You beat me to the punch, yeah. Way back so we, to the early days of Motown. We love all the great musical acts. Uh, our song, actually, when we met, was um, Give Me a Little More Time from Chairman of the Board. Yeah, and we I had know. Chairman of the Board on the show. We've had Chicago. We've had uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, and now we have you. So we're super excited yes, to sir. have you. Let's well, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. You guys, me. you can follow you can follow Ebon on Instagram. He's Brown Ebon instead of Ebon Brown. All you have to do mm. is switch his name. His website right. is ebonbrownmusic.com. Right. So I did all kinds of research on you today after we talked last night. Yes, and, sir. So you guys, he was the lead vocalist for the Stylistics. You guys know they have like all those great songs. Great songs. Great Do you know how many? Like I, I wrote the the ones that I know really well. Uh, can't give you anything but my love. Break up mm -hmm. to make up. You are everything. Mm -hmm. You make me feel brand you new. Bet you by golly, wow! Everybody loves that one. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So you're the one with the false, big falsetto, then. Yeah, yeah, that was the era of the falsetto you know stuff. Yeah. I'm so sad when people like you come on our show. You know why? Because we're no more. Yeah. It, it ain't no more. It's shit now. We got to try to keep it going the best way we can. That's all. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, when you people were running around making us dance and scream and sing, life was beautiful. Now we don't have that anymore. There's no more stylistics. None. And I wish, None. I wish we could have gone on forever and ever and ever. Yeah. What happened to the group? Where is everybody? Uh, well, um, uh, uh, aside from myself, the group is the group that I was with. They they still going on. They got two originals. Uh, they still going on. But I've I've been away since 2018, after after 18 years uh, being with them. I was well, the first. Mm -hmm. Where are they? I've never heard they're still going on. How come we don't know about it? Uh, they, they're going around on this tour called the uh, 70 Souls Jam. That's what they're, that's what they're doing. Uh, ma mainly, it's like a a big part of everybody that's from back in the day is still doing. Yeah, we know. go to we go to those shows. We go to a lot of those shows. A lot of yeah. them. Like, uh, I love them. Mm -hmm. Johnny Mathis is coming here now uh, next oh, week. Oh wow! January, that's his favorite. Is Johnny yeah, Mathis? Uh, January. 20th. Oh yeah. Johnny Mathis is one of my met, favorites. I've met Johnny three times, uh, and he's the best. And. Uh, I told Jimmy, did you ca contact their manager? Yeah, they didn't respond. They didn't respond? No. Oh, wow. Wait till I get Johnny. So, I hang on. Let's go back to you. Okay, so basically you were the first uh, You were the first lead vocalist after the original style lead vocalist. I wrote his name down because I didn't know his name. Russell Tompkins Jr., right? So you were yeah, the very right. lead vocalist after him. You've got all that high, high... Yeah. All that fal I love the falsetto. Like people who have false great yeah. falsetto voices are so awesome. Um, so then you, uh, I wrote down that at some place, I think maybe got off your, off your website that you were the youngest classic soul recording artist in the history of classic soul. It, it still is. It still and is. Still, yeah. You still are. <laughs> yeah, still was, so how was it touring all over? Did you guys tour all over the world as, uh, when you were yes. the lead singer? 
course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Japan, England, uh, we did South Africa, we did Philippines, we did everywhere. We went Australia, we went everywhere. We were fortunate, you know. Your music was international. Yeah, your, yeah. Your music yeah. just had a sound that was nobody else's sound. What a sound it had. Close to, you know who I love, DeBarge? Remember DeBarge? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah. had that sort of sway like you they got, sure did. except they were two people. But your music mm -hmm. was so original. It was it was beautiful music. You know what? If we should play it now because I have to hear it again. Well, I, I can't. I, I'm only playing. Oh, they might so I have, off. No, I actually. What I did is I have your promotional video. I took it off the mm -hmm. internet because uh, we, we won't get in trouble for playing that because you don't play enough of any one song long enough. Right. <laughs> um, and then, you guys, sometime in the show, whether Ebon's on or not, he has a single that he did, and it's called No Other Lover, and it's really, really good, uh, which we're going to talk about your well, solo career also, but we, he wants to hear a little bit of... Yeah, but can, his new song, will they kick us off? No, they won't kick us off with that either, because mm -hmm. his record label, Imagine so I think what kind of okay. communist world we live in. <laughs> <laughs> are You're the singer. You give us permission. You bring us the, the record. And if we play it, we us. get kicked off. They won't win that fight. They won't win. I guarantee you, they will not win that fight. I'm still it's breathing. It's a terrible one. So, folks, <laughs> before we play, I just want to tell everybody a little bit more about your history because um, you really had some history. I mean, you've been singing since you were seven years old. Um, uh, you were the lead vocalist for The Moments, who I don't even know who that is, but I figured Ron would probably Moments? know who that is. No, no, no. Um, mm -hmm. You were a member of the Manhattans. That I do know. Then you were the lead vocalist of the Delphonics. Delphonics, I heard. And then you uh, produced two songs with Rob Bass, and believe it or not, we met him at a freestyle concert a couple, like... Is that right? Are you like freestyle? <laughs> oh, yeah, we love freestyle. Yeah. Stevie, oh, yeah. I'm a publicist, and Stevie B was my client, and so we got to go... Oh, Stevie B, huh? Yeah, Stevie B, I like Stevie Expose, B, yeah. we know really well. We know all those people, so yeah, we're really yeah. good friends with all of them. Well, well, let me tell you, The Moments, the Moments was uh, responsible for... They're from the Sugar Hill label. Sylvia okay. Robinson. Sylvia Robinson put them together back in the 70s. Uh, they were famous for Love on a Two-Way Street. Oh! Yeah, okay. 1971. Yeah, yeah, but I joined them when they became Ray Goodman and Brown. In uh, 1980, they became Ray Goodman and Brown. And I joined them in like 90, you know. So, um, yeah. Lattisaw or somebody didn't cover Love on a Two-Way Street or somebody like that. Oh, Stacey Lattisaw covered it in <laughs> 82, 83. Yeah. 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 I love that stuff. I wish we were back in the yeah. 80s musically because I really yeah. love like, that. Yeah. And, and when they became Ray Gibbon Brown, they had uh, You Must Be a Special Lady. Oh, I love that very song. World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's who they, that's who they are. Yeah. yeah. You know what I like most about it and I, my complaint about today? Lyrics. Lyrics, Lyrics yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. You're yeah. romantic. You could sing them to your girlfriend. The lyrics today? I'ma get you. I'ma cut you. I'ma beat your ass, bitch. Or take, the, or take the clothes off. Or take the clothes yeah, off. Take yeah, take the clothes off. Or, yeah. Well, there's a new one out there. There's a new right. one. Out there. Ricky Rebel came on our show two weeks ago, and uh -huh. his song is "Big Black Cock." That's the song. I didn't yeah, know what it, it was. It's totally different, fellas. It's totally different. <laughs> it's could you imagine singing to your girlfriend when you meet him about my big black cock? I don't think she'd be so happy right away. I'll, I'll never see her again. Yeah. Lyrics, you, you make me feel so young. You make me feel, feel brand new. So, like, yeah. 
The lyrics are beautiful. They're, so they're what, poetry. Is, what is poetry. your favorite? Do you have a favorite stylistic song? To, are you allowed? Do you still get to perform stylistic songs? That, oh, yeah, sure. Of course. What's, I, your, yeah. favorite one, what's your favorite one to perform? I, I would say um, maybe You Are Everything, maybe, you know? Beautiful. They're all beautiful. I wouldn't know which one to pick. I listened to it all morning today because I was mm -hmm. coming on. I was like, oh my God, there's so many hits. You know, I knew there was like mm -hmm. three or four, but really there's like 20 of them. And you know what the best <laughs> part is? I saved my record albums for when I was a teenager. I have of the originals and I have your album that has my song on it. I have that album. Oh, so Probably worth something, wouldn't it be worth? It's the original album. I paid a dollar fifty for the. What's album. the name of it? What's the name of the album? The hell do I remember? <laughs> He's eighty three. <laughs> what's your, I tell you, I tell you what, what's your favorite song on it? What's your favorite song? I, I probably know what it is. I, I, the album is packed away because we're moving. What's, what song is on it that you like? Oh, all of them. It's your hits. Oh, okay. It, it might be the it might be the debut one with the. Uh, 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 bet you on it, of course. Uh, stop, look, listen, all that kind of stuff. Uh, stop, yes, yes. Or, 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 or it could be the second one. It could be round two. Uh, oh, it's the one with stop, look, yeah. Uh, is the guys laying in the grass? They landed some grass like that. They, they, I like, think so. Uh, yeah, you that's, know, that's, that's the very first seen, one. Yeah. I haven't seen it in forty years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would, that would be the first one. Yeah. Because I so, said, and it was a dollar fifty. Produced because, by Tom Bell. By Tom Bell. Yeah. That's what an album cost back then for all the young people listening today. So wait, did you have a dollar fifty? You got twelve songs. Did you have to audition? Like, how did you? How did it actually come up? Like, the guys retiring um, or something, and you needed a new. Well, when I joined, yeah, when I joined Rhythm and Brown, um, they 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 are the one, the first group to introduce me to the secular world. So I through them, everybody got to see me. So that's how I became friends with Herb Morrell in the group. Me and Herb used to hang out when we'd be on the same shows. So, and that's pretty much how I, it wasn't much of an audition because I only had two days to get ready. <laughs> when I first joined, yeah. It was you already knew I, the song, right? Yeah. You just knew the songs. I was, was supposed to, well, I was supposed to come in originally with Russell. We was going to be, me and Russell was going to be on the ends, and Aaron and Herb was going to be in the middle doing the choreography. We, me and Russell was going to be doing like the whispers. But he decided to leave, so that's how I got 100% of everything, you know? My God, that's so cool, though. I yeah. mean, that would be very exciting. Yeah. So, yeah it, it was. It was. Here's what. I've got this promotional video. We're going to play it real real, real okay. quick. One. One. So you introduce it real quick, and then you hang on. We're going to play it for everybody, and our engineer will play it for everybody. You just introduce it. Okay. Uh, how do you want me to say it? You can say, <laughs> have you want. Hey, I'm Yvonne Brown, and this is my, like, promo video. Check it out. <laughs> Hi, I'm Eban Brown, former lead singer of the Stylistics, and here's my promo video. Ladies and gentlemen, the former lead singer of the Stylistics, all the way from the United States of America, by way of that Philly sound, Mr. Eban Brown! <laughs> he was born in a big house in Louisville, West Virginia. Sing, baby, sing. The world is getting better. Yes, something else is here together. Let's have a hope. Let's do it all and sing. He 
everybody sing, everybody sing, yeah. Come on. I can't give you anything, anything, baby, but my love, but my love. Everybody sing, everybody sing. Come on, I can't give <laughs> right. What a beautiful thing to say to someone you love. You make. Oh yeah. Brand new. Oh sure, sure. I love your lyrics. I love your music. Now I'm going to cry because I'm. I, yeah. I'm, an old, I'm old. I miss my young. I miss my young days. So I hear you. I hear you. I, I miss what the '70s, '80s, and of course the hippie '60s were my best. I miss of all course. those beautiful days because you know what? We were one people then. We all were one. Now That's we're right. not. Now we've been divided, and it's sad because the world I is different. Go back mm -hmm. to being one again. So you're in New York, right? You live in New York. I live in New Jersey, which is next door to New York. I'm considered okay. a New Yorker everywhere I go. So <laughs> well, we actually, so we live in Palm Springs. I was going to tell you earlier, but we lived in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, for five yeah. years, and uh, uh, so we were like Philly and, yeah, near Philly, but also we would go to New York a lot, and we knew like yeah. yeah. Hung out with like Kim Sledge and a lot of the you know fun oh, people. She's my yeah. uh, so she's it's my a lot sweet of fun. Friend. So do you tour now? You friend. tour now as Yvonne Brown? Then yes, I do. Um, I, former, I, former, formerly of the Stylistics. Yeah. Do you know Sledge? Do you know Kim? Cassie oh sure. Yeah, I met her the last the last time I saw her was with Solo Journey. Yeah. Did you ever meet a family as wonderful as that family? From I mean, the they mother? they're wonderful. They're wonderful. They're very they're religious wonderful. girls. They are the most decent. People in our business I have ever met. There's yeah, I toured with them several times. Yeah. They are yeah. not. He he tours with them sometimes. Huh? He said I, he toured toured I love both yeah. of them. Very good friends yeah. of mine. Lovely, yeah. lovely girls. Love. Mm -hmm. so, so I noticed one thing that you've done now. Also, though, is uh, like you're doing a little bit of. You've done a few things with some modern day. Like you did something with Nas, right? You did a song with Nas that was a, a really good song. Well, you don't know who Nas is, but the rest of the world. <laughs> The same way, no, the same way that you actually did it with who did I say earlier that you did it with Rob Bass? You know, Rob Bass, right? A bit more right. old school than the Nas is, but how was that yeah. for you? Like, like, it was, like it was, it was great. genre. It, 
it was something that was that was totally unexpected because his wife at the time, Kelly, she flew us in for his birthday party in Vegas one year, unbeknownst to him because we're his favorite we're his favorite group. So me and him got to talking. He's from Queensbridge. I'm from Newark, New Jersey originally. We were right across uh, across the road. I think we we're a year apart, maybe. You know, I'm I'm older, of course. You know, but we got together and we did the song. You know, for the album. You know? Really good too. Yeah, like, I, I like listen to it. Queensbridge. That's not the projects in uh, Long Island, Queensboro. I think it's Queens. I think it's Queens, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's Queens. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a part of Queens. Yeah, hang out in the Queensbridge projects. Yeah, well, we, that's where he's from. Yeah, we, well, we used to play hockey in there, and, and we, I used to go to their after school thing in the, in the order to what it was called, whatever. Yeah, Queensbridge projects. I know it well. I lived a couple of minutes from there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're practically neighbors. We we're practically neighbors. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I I was born in Brooklyn, lived in Brooklyn, and my adult in Astoria. Is that Astoria? <laughs> Astoria? Oh, yeah. I know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with that, Astoria. Right. Oh, so yeah. it, I'm a New Yorker. So you guys, if you like his music, uh, he's got great solo music. He formed, sometime he formed it, uh, a record label called Stardom Records, which I absolutely love the name of that. And he's released... At least here, Master Suite, Restless Soul, Exit 15, Stop Us Now. And then he released an all-instrumental one who debuts his sister Lisa Brown on vocals called Determinism. Um, and then he's done a dance song, Never Gonna Let You Go, a pop dance single, No Other Level. Uh, he did a children's song, Eyes of a Child. That's the only one I didn't actually hear. Um, How can I get you? Because I can't play my album in my car. <laughs> So how can I get your music? No, no, I don't uh, want that. I, I belong to Spotify. What do I belong to? Oh, oh, Spotify? oh yeah. I'm not I'm not on no streaming services. I used to be. I took all my music off. So everything goes through my website, ebanbrownmusic.com. Now how do I get it in my car? You can't. You have to download it from his you have, website. You have to download it first. You have to download it. And then you can play it in your car. I have to do all that. I so I want that. you to tell everybody why you did I, I think I know why you did that. But tell everybody, because we have so many musicians who listen to the show. Uh, tell everybody why did you pull your music? Well, after after thirteen or fourteen years, I decided. I said, well, simply if I'm going to sell an album, let's say for twenty dollars, uh, I want to get most of that. You know, instead of me, instead of you giving me uh, zero zero point one cent and two cents <laughs> of, of something that I created. You know, I, I just got. I mean, I did it for the time being because you know sometimes you need those services to help you get your music. You know, but now I have a website. So you can you can download it uh, off my website just as well as you look download it off of any digital streaming services. You know, and you don't have to play. The, you don't have to pay the aggregator and the person who puts. It Absolutely. There. Now, if I put out, let's say if I put out a new record tomorrow, I'll I'll put it off. I'll put it on the streaming services for a year, maybe, and then relegate it back to the website. Yeah, give it back to you. But how do you feel about pirates that double that duplicate your music and pirate it? They sell it in the black market. <clears throat> Well, I, I I feel I feel terrible about it. It's not much we can do. The only the only gentleman that was controlling that was Prince. You know, he you could be in the darkest corner of Alaska. He knows that that you're selling his stuff and he's coming for you. You know, so so everybody don't have it like that. But I mean, listen, you know, my music belongs to the universe. You know, I don't think it should be pirated. You know, I think you should enjoy it. You know. I think you should enjoy the music. You know, you should get paid for it. We're really good friends with CC Peniston. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you 
Penniston. She, got, like, she gets pirated all the time. I mean, she was in a major hit movie. They used her song and, and they changed the title of it, you know, and never paid her for it, you know. Wow, so, wow. So, so, Queen of the Desert, it was the, the finale and they, song. And they used Finally. And they used her song. And then it finally, yeah. Finally, her number one hit terrible. song, and they did not pay her. That's so not right. That's she not is right. going to go into, you know, we told her, you best get a good lawyer and go after Oh, that. yeah. Yeah, that's the easy one there. <laughs> that, was, that was the easy case, yeah. <laughs> well, Joya Bruno got beat up bad. That's expose. Expose. Yeah, expose. Uh -huh. Millions of dollars, and she wound up with 500 bucks. <clears throat> oh, nothing, like $200 wow. a night or something. Back, back in those days, the producers of music really robbed the artists. They yes, really yes, 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 yes. So yes. what kind of music did you listen to growing up? Like, did you... Uh, what did you really like a lot? Like, I think I read someplace that one of your influences was George Benson, who, who I, I mean, George Benson was great. Yeah, George Benson, Wes Montgomery, uh, Django, Reinhardt, uh, Ted Green. Uh, I mean, you name it. I mean, Grant Geisman. I, I, you know, I grew up listening to a very wide range. Plus, my father played guitar as well, too. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I have George Benson would be among my uh, my biggest influence but there's so many you know i, I have so many influences you know? yeah. so how many out, of, out of everybody i know it's still johnny mantis yeah his is johnny. I, I love him and i love johnny mathis as well i hope i hope i do a duet with him one day you know hopefully well, I, I would love to hear oh, that, that would be fabulous but you yeah. know <laughs> I, i've met johnny a few times and he is the kindest sweetest uh -huh. most gentle unassuming he's like you bril brilliant man what a I, I love him so much. Mm -hmm. Right, so, right. Yo, Johnny is and now that he came out that he's gay, I'm happy because we all knew he was, but I'm happy because mm -hmm. it makes people know that there are very nice black gay people. Well he can live his life. Well he can live his life comfortable now. You know what I mean? You know, you, you shouldn't yes. you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to hide anything. You know, you go ahead and live go ahead and live the way you want to live, you know? Absolutely. What do you say? He said everybody should be able to live the way they want to live. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Right. We're gay. But, I mean, Johnny is, and I'm a proud right. you know, We don't want just these weirdos that we have today that are making it bad for gay people. Mm -hmm. These men are running around in dresses with beards. I mean, I think they're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're not... <laughs> No, they're not oh, gay. We, we, they're confused. Uh, mm, yeah. Everybody, everybody though loves George Benson. I can remember when I was I in, when George I was in college. I used to listen to his actually his his cassettes. Back then, we used cassettes. Unbelievable how things. You know, I, I'm very political. What I never could understand, and I still cannot understand to date, is how people could say, "I don't want a black one on my block. I don't want mm -hmm. a black." in my house and then they go and they listen to their music and say oh i love you i love you i love you and yeah yeah it. how do you love a black person that's singing and then say you don't like black people well <laughs> what, well well you know what myself and otis williams had that conversation many years ago because otis uh, temptations they were one of the first black groups to sing to like um they saw the segregation audiences and up into the integrated audiences and we was talking about that they said he he said it, it was so strange you sing it to a segregated audience and you said you know the whites love our music but they don't want to party with us that's you know, what i don't care he, he said he never could understand that i said well we'll never understand it 
I don't understand. <laughs> and I, and it's, I, disgraceful. Well, it's disgraceful. I'm 83 years old and I don't understand it. Right. I remember as a kid, there was a group called the Ink Spots. Yep, I remember the Ink Spots, yeah. Yeah. If I didn't care for you, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I had a portable radio back in those days, it was a big deal, and I had it on my shoulder, and I remember leaving my house and going to the park, and there were a bunch of people sitting there yelling, get those ends off the radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. And I oh, was yeah. shocked. I, could, I thought to myself, but these are the ink spots. What are you talking about? We came a long way. We came a long way. And that was we back, in, that was back in like 1949. Yeah. Yeah. And, yep. you know, we've come a long way. And we have a now long way to with go. movies, we have a lot of black actors and good because I work with them. You know, I'm an actor. I work yeah. With them. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to say that we're going someplace. Maybe if we would stop the bullshit yeah. about the, the division. Right, right, right. Yeah. But thankfully, your music unites. You know, you know, and, and that's and that was the thing that 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 I'm I'm satisfied about. You know, a lot a lot of guys paved the way for us, but you know, but by the time I came around, you know, you, you still had some of it there. But by the time I came around, it was a little better. You know what I mean? It was we were able to to break certain barriers. You know. Well, oh, now, 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 now we're allowing black and white relationships, yeah. which finally, right, uh, right, to gay people, we've had that forever. I was sure. 17 years old in a gay bar, and my friend Tommy was out with a black girl, and we didn't mm -hmm. think anything of it. Gay people don't think anything of that shit. We right. never said, oh, you're going with a black person? Never. <laughs> no, it never came into no, really, never happened. Never. All right, in fact, right. I was friends with the the son of Philip's light bulbs. You know Philip light bulbs. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. I don't even know what that. And is. he only dated black men. So we mm. were we were in a club, and I was talking to him. I said, "How come you only date black men?" He said, "Well, if I pick up a white guy in the bar, I gotta go home with him. He takes off his clothes, and there it is." <laughs> he said, Jesus Christ. He said, and then I have to get dressed and go back to the bar and pick up a black guy. Because if I bring a black guy home, there it is. <laughs> no, that's a, that's, a, that's a true story. I swear I'm not I, I hear that. I hear that so much. You know? <laughs> that's a true story. The Queen's on his Mary, give me those black numbers. Says to say, get me a black. Mm. So how, like, so how do people? Let's say somebody wants to book you because I know we only have you for a few more minutes. If somebody wants to book you for a show, how do they do it? They just contact you through your website, or um... sure, there's, there's, uh, I have contact details on my website as well under contact, and there's an email in there and things like that. And you can contact me through social media as well. So yeah. So you're on Instagram, are you? I know you're on Instagram. Or what other social media platforms? Do you uh, uh, Facebook. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm also on Twitter as well. Well, the old. The X, as you X. say. Yeah. Who are you on Twitter? Are you Ebon Brown or Brown Ebon, or how are you on Twitter? Uh, uh, Ebon Brown seventy two, I believe it is. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. follow you on that because I have a big Twitter yeah. following. Yeah. I have a big. Please Instagram do. Following. Please I follow do. you on Instagram last night. Um, yeah. But I think it's like typical. So anything? What do we have coming up? Anything that we have coming up that we want to like talk about? Um, we have or new music or. Yeah, well, I'm I'm working on some things. I'm working on some instrumental stuff that I've been uh, album that I have yet to put out entitled Mr. Mr. Brown. So I haven't done it yet. Uh, uh, the pandemic then 
back all that up. So I, I will be working on it probably, if not this summer, it'll be like early fall maybe, you know. And I, I got some touring schedules going on. I got, um, I'm due to go to England um, at the end of March for a month or so. And then I come back to New York June 15th at the Cutting Room. I'm doing a birthday show. So it's called Eban Brown and Friends. So I got a, some people coming by to perform for me. I'll be performing probably about 35, 40 minutes. You know. I just actually followed you on Twitter, and that's your pinned post about oh yeah, Eban Brown and Friends birthday yeah, show. Yeah, there you go. There Saturday, you go. June fifteenth at the Cutting Room in New York City. Right, right. And if we're moving back to New York. We may be there then. Well, I hope so. And, and you know who owns part of that place, uh, that Cutting Room? That's my second time playing it. When I play it again. That's the day after my birthday, June 15th. My birthday is June 14th. Mr. Big, Mr. Big's one of my favorite actors. He owns part of that place. Oh, uh, Chris North. Chris, Chris North, yeah. Oh, yeah, we've been there. Actually, We have. there's a guy named David Raleigh, and we went and saw love him there David. back in the day. Oh, oh, yeah, I, I love that place. Did you, yeah, have, place. Do you know who David Raleigh is? Have you David ever heard Raleigh. Of David? Oh, he's a piano player, singer, but he's really good. He's the one that sang uh, Roses Are Blue and Violets Are Red. That's his song. It's a great song. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm just okay. All right. All right. And it's a beautiful song, and, and he's a buddy of ours, so we're giving him, him a plug. But I want to, you know, I don't want to be corny like all your fans. But I'm going to be a corny fan, and I'm going to say to you, thank you so much for all the pleasure you've given me. Thank you for having me, and thank you for I'm loving me. Thank to you. Your music over my lifetime. You brought me such a, I was driving across country. You were on. You were there with me. And thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Always, have, always. And I look forward to more of this. Uh, yes. we, have, we have B. Claudia in the chat room. She's really one of our, our greatest, uh, I don't want to say fans, because she's a friend and a fan. Uh, but mm -hmm. she's, she's posting all your touring information in the UK. Oh, and, give her my love. Give but just love. say hi to B. Yeah. Claudia. She'll love it if you say Hello. hi. Hello, my dear. Thank you so much, and I hope to meet you one day, you know? Oh, you'll absolutely meet us. And we also want to thank uh, Soho Johnny, because Soho Johnny yeah. introduced me to you last night. He's a great guy. and um, He's a dear buddy. He's a good friend I'm, of ours. I'm waiting, on, I'm waiting on Soho Johnny to adopt me. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting he, on. Oh, he will. Yeah, he's, sure. a good one. he's a good one. He's a good one. He calls me his brother. His big, yeah, his there old, you go. Older brother. Mm -hmm. So I say to him, Johnny, I think we have to talk about the older part. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you're only you're only old as you feel, you know. You only brother is brother is. Have you met Eileen Shapiro? Eileen is wonderful. She's beautiful. Yes, I have. Yes, Eileen I have. Shapiro. <laughs> She's did beautiful. You, I, did I you ever see beautiful. tits in your life Actually, like the tits on her? So Eileen is even Eileen have a PR company. So Eileen's the one who said yesterday, she said, let's try and do let get you Evan Brown. And then but she was like, Johnny's got his number, so that's why it got transferred over to Johnny. Eileen Eileen yeah. is sweet as pie. She is she is a dog baby. Yeah, yeah. My she's my dearest best friend. That's yeah. why I'm great making jokes about it. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna do it just with you. He does it with everybody. B Claudia says you gotta <laughs> set up a tour in Germany. She wants to come see you in Germany. And Beautiful. she said and she said, thank you so much. So you guys. You know, I always tell people, if it's raining out and Eileen is around, just go underneath them. You'll never get wet. Right. <laughs> hey, you guys, check out Ebon, EbonBrownMusic.com. You can follow his Instagram, Brown Ebon. His uh, 
Twitter is ebonbrown72. Check out his uh, song that he did, Can't Stop Us Now, with Nas. It's really cool. Um, also, check out the songs he did with Rob Bass. I love Rob Bass to death. And um, uh, and it was Rob Bass featuring the Delphonics, right? You did that when you Absolutely. were Absolutely. Delphonics. Delphonics. I remember he the He was the Delph- lead vocus of the Delphonics. That's right. At, at one time. At one time, yeah. It was myself, myself, Major Harris. Delphonics. What, what's, what's a big Delphonics Shit, song? that goes back a long time. La, La La Means I Love You. Didn't I blow your mind? Yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. When you get right down to it, written by Barry Mann, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that is so oh, awesome. That really is I, the coolest thing ever. All right, so I know you got another thing you got to go to. We want to yes. thank you so much for coming on the show again. Let's do this again. Let's do this again. Listen, you, you have to come back when you got something really terrific. That Definitely. You want. Something new I'm, to put. I'm counting on you. I'm we're gonna play, we're gonna play your song in a minute. No other lover, so it's gonna get some exposure. Because thank you play, so much. Make me feel. No, we can't play that. So okay. uh, all right, Ivan. Thank you. So and, much. Thank you. And there's a video on that song as well on YouTube too. Uh, no other. Yeah, we're playing it. We're gonna play we're gonna it. Play. Okay. So Got thank you, you so thank much, Ivan. Thank, thank you. you. Bye bye. Thank, thank you guys so much. Have a good day. Bye bye. Terrific guy. Nice guy. Nice guy. All right, you guys. So that was Ivan Brown. Of the Del of the stylistics, you know, the Delphonics. I'm glad that he's not a shit. The moments, because then I wouldn't like the song Manhattan. anymore. So now that he's so nice, I like the song even more than before. Absolutely, he was a lot of fun, and because uh, now we we know the person that's singing it, and that makes it personal. Plus, you guys like he's a real trooper. Um, so I had a guest that canceled yesterday at like six o'clock. And I didn't have a guest, and so literally, you know, I had to find somebody, in. and we filled in. Instead of filling in with a, somebody who nobody knows, we filled in with a superstar. Meanwhile, I look like I have lipstick on. Why is that? I don't know. I don't have lipstick on. You, have, maybe you look like you have lipstick on, too. Maybe look it's just because we're so pale. <laughs> we're so white. My well, there's no sun, no, you guys. I, I we look, have no I sun. I look like Marilyn Monroe. Look. That's funny as hell. So, you guys, what we're going to do. So, this is really a fun song, and I don't think we'll get in trouble for playing it because it wasn't put out by a major record label. Um, this is Ebon's uh, uh, pop dance single, I guess is what it was called. It's called No Other Lover. We're going to play it for everybody, and then we'll be back. So, check it out, everybody. No Other Lover by Ebon Brown.
I love that falsetto so much. I just now that's a whole different sound for him. Yes, or to, he's he's really up to date. That's a nowadays sound. That's a pop dance single, and almost all of his other. But stuff. you know what? It's not the stylistics. No, I like it though. I like it. It's okay, but but it definitely nothing is the stylistics. The stylistics were just incredible. They they were harmony. It's amazing how they all sounded like one unit. Yeah, mm -hmm. you guys. I purposely am not paying any stylistic songs because I wish we could. Play. I'm, I'm almost positive that we'll get shut down from that, and I don't want to. Excuse me, I don't want to take a chance. It's not worth it. In the meantime, we want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. You can hear us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Prime. There's about 150 more of them, but those are the ones people most normally would listen to. And we want to thank everybody for listening because here's where we are in the charts this week. And under the film, uh, 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 this is all on Apple in different countries under TV and film. In the USA, we dropped you guys to number 59. So we need more people in the USA to listen to us. Yeah. Um, uh, but we added in some new countries. In Australia, we're number 78. Germany, number two. Thanks, B. Ireland, number 123. India, number four. Algeria, 134. Egypt, 216. Indonesia, 171. United Arab Emirates, 101. And Colombia, 123. So we're charting in 10 countries this week. So thanks, everybody. And also, I got word from uh, my relatives on Mars, and we're number one on Mars. <laughs> Good. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm an What about the ancient aliens? <laughs> I'm an extraterrestrial, you know that. I come from Mars. So we got about 15 minutes or so to, to, to 15 waste. minutes to, not to waste. Nothing is wasted oh, with comment. me. I know nothing. How is could wasted. you dare? You say can tell anything. a story, and we'll play one video from our next guest before what he comes on. What story would you like me to tell? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, everybody really loved him, though, so that's good. Uh, My Johnny Mantis story. Okay, tell the you first Johnny time Mantis. I met Johnny Mantis. I was in Hollywood with my uh, ex-partner, my deceased partner, Salji George, and I went into the fruit basket supermarket. And I'm doing my shopping, and suddenly there he is, Johnny Mantis. So I ran over to Johnny Mantis, and I began speaking to him, and he was very nice. And I said, just a minute, Johnny, my uh, partner is in the car. Let me go, because he loves you, he'd like to meet you. So Johnny said, okay, I'm here in the vegetable department. So I ran out in the car, and I said to, to, to Sal, Sal, come on, Johnny Mantis is in there, he can meet you. And he just looked at me. I said, Sal, come on. Johnny Mantis is in the fucking supermarket. And he wouldn't come. He thought I was pulling his leg. I said, you stupid son of a bitch. Johnny Mantis is in the supermarket. Now, come on. So he reluctantly came. And, of course, when we got to the vegetable department and saw Johnny, he lit up. Well, he's crazy. We're talking to Johnny. And I said, oh, Sal runs around the house. He thinks he sings like you. And he sings, chances are. So Johnny said, oh, really? He said, can I hear a little? <laughs> so Sal started singing, chances are, by Johnny Mantis. Well, Johnny went hysterical laughing. <laughs> and I said to Johnny, I said, listen, we never promised you a good performance. Now we're walking around the supermarket shopping together, and we're at the checkout. And I said to the boy at the checkout, I said, do you know who this is? And the kid said, no. I said, this is Johnny Mantis. 
And he said, oh, hello, Johnny. And so Johnny looked at me and he said, I told you nobody knows who I am anymore. And I said, that can't be. You're the number one singer in the world. My God, nobody more famous than you are. He said, no, Ron, really. He said, not too many people know who I am. And we shook hands and parted. And I was thrilled to pieces. We took pictures with Johnny, except I was letting my hair grow out from dyed black to white, and I looked like a skunk. So foolishly, I never kept the picture. I don't even know where it went. Sal has his picture with Johnny, but I don't. And I never asked celebrities for pictures, but Johnny, I figured, special. Now, <clears throat> years go on, and Johnny is up at Simi Valley playing golf. And I was at the club, and we were all in the lunchroom, and Johnny was at the, at the Simi Valley lunchroom. So we met again, and he's just a lovely person. He's very shy. He's very gentle. He's very, he's very lovely. So those of you out there who don't know who Johnny Mantis is, go on Spotify and look up his Chances Are song or the 12th of Never. They're all wonderful songs, and you'll love them. Absolutely. And Johnny's coming here now, the 27th. That's in three days. In three days, and we haven't heard yet from his people. Um, I would have loved to have had him on the show. Yeah, I think that uh, I'm not sure that if he just doesn't do interviews anymore because I don't ever see any interviews at all. He, 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 he did very, very, very few. He's shy, so he doesn't like to expose himself. Uh, even uh, on a one-on-one, -on -one, when I was talking to him and nobody else was there, he was shy with me. He didn't. Some there are a lot. Henry Fonda was terrified of people. Joan Crawford was terrified of people. Joan Crawford would never. I mean, when she went on the Johnny Carson show, she said she was drinking Pepsi Cola. Bullshit! In that Pepsi bottle was vodka. She was loaded. She couldn't do it. They're terrified of live. Yet on film, they're wonderful. And a lot of a lot of celebrities don't don't like to do live interviews. You know, this interview's live, and we don't edit it. So yeah. whatever happens, happens. And and some people and, are and afraid also, of that. And also, you know, if somebody, if one, of, if his manager said. Let's look at one of their shows, and it happens to be a show that I'm outrageously dirty and wild. Johnny may say that's that show's not for me. That guy's crazy. We do have shows that we use, like trying to get the more conservative older. Yeah, people. I mean, we, like when we had Morgan Fairchild on, and we were very like very you respectful know, and gentle. We were gentlemen. Just depends on who the people are. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if they're wild rockers of today, we could curse and say crazy shit. But if they're the old timers, you don't do that. And you got to remember, one of our best shows ever, you guys, is the John Berriman interview, where as soon as he came on, he was making out with a blow up doll. You know, tongue kissing, tongue kissing a blow up doll, and that was for a long time. That was our number one show. Actually, it's not that our number one show anymore. So you know, you have to know your, your guests. But if they show Johnny a show of ours, where we like the one we just did, that was good with uh, Evan. Oh no, they won't like that one. They wouldn't like the one, whatever. No, because you were talking about Eileen's tits and Eileen's uh, tits. And well, so they would have to see the whole show to hear. <laughs> that was at the end of the show. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm, I'm 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 good for about five minutes, and then I can't hold it anymore. Hub just joined us. Say hi to Hub. Hi, hey, Hub. hi Hub, the groom. Hey, groom. He's getting married, you guys, in three weeks. Wow. 
Three weeks, groom. How much fun is that? The ball and chain. <laughs> Three weeks, babe. So what we're going to do real quick. So uh, our next guest, his name is Jeff Kaplan. He goes by also known as J-Cap. And um, he's got What's some interesting as, stories. What kind of cap? J with a J. J-Cap. He's basically like a, uh, a pop artist. Um, I really like him a lot. And What uh, is he, a singer, a dancer, uh, dress actor? Queen? He's an actor, filmmaker, photographer, and a musical artist. Oh, he's out of work. Uh, and uh, he's uh, like us. He's out of he's work. He's very cool. But anyway, uh, no, we didn't say John Mayer was on our show, you guys. I don't know who he's talking about, but uh, Johnny Mathis. Uh, cool. Anyway, um, so we're gonna play one of J. Cap's songs, not the one of the ones that uh, that I got to play while he's on, but this is one that 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 initially I liked a lot. It's called "Cost Me." Um, the name of the singer is again is J Cap. So enjoy the video, you guys, and we'll be back in a minute. J Cap, cost me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was young, I was dumb, I thought money was so evil. Now you taste the freedom, I relied on other people. Oh, silly me, penniless philosophy. I had no clue what it was called. Took me long enough, but I finally learned my lesson I was young, I was dumb, I thought money was so evil Not yet tasting freedom, I relied on other people Oh, silly me, penniless philosophy I had no clue what it was gonna cost me I was young, I was dumb, I thought money was so evil Not yet tasting freedom, I relied on other people Oh, silly me, penniless philosophy I had no clue what it was gonna cost me Hey everybody, so that's Jay Cap. He's gonna be on at about uh I think I told him 110, so we got a few minutes to talk, but but I really, really like his uh his music a lot. So um, I think we're going to have a lot of fun with him. I don't know him, so it would be no, a whole new experience. You know what? What's spooky, he could be my nephew's twin brother. He looks exactly like my nephew, Billy. It's scary. You know, he we all have like a double. Him. They say we all have a double. Mine was Cary Grant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, it is, actually is. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I look like Cary Grant. No, yeah. we used to go. Remember, we were at the... Uh, Your ass looks like Cary We Grant. were at the film festival in New York City, and they all thought you looked like Cary Grant. Matter of fact, you even got on stage, and people were telling you you looked like Cary Grant when they were interviewing us. You think? I forgot. Um, with the guy who's had the Puerto Rican wife, I'm so sorry, I forgot her name now, who died. Oh, you're talking... Oh, our sweetheart. Yeah, I know. I'm having a brain fart. Uh, uh, um, uh, me too. You know, you made, you made me forget... But anyway, at, at their, at their Adam, film festival. Adam Ginsberg. Yeah, at, at their film festival. That's where everybody was telling you. That's the first time we met Eileen Dietz. Was that that? Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's fun. I got Tony Curtis most of my life, but not Cary Grant. But I'll take it. Yeah. They're both good looking. Yeah. Cary Grant. Oh, yeah, Cary Grant, good looking, handsome. Even sure. when, and when he was old, he was really handsome. But they say we all have a double. Yes. You have a double. Yeah, I don't know who mine is. Your double is Mae West. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> hey, Don, I don't have any screenings coming up. Nothing's really going on, or we haven't been going. Um, no, life is dull. Like, I told Jimmy last night, I said, my life stinks. All we do is watch the, the stupid television. There's nothing going on anywhere. Uh, I'm we not watch, sure why. We, we start, the show I like is, what is it called? Gutfeld. Gutfeld. That crazy show. He's crazy. Uh, he's got my personality. On March 10th, we have a big Oscar party. I think that we might have a um, – there might be a couple screenings before that, and hopefully we're going to start shooting a film before that. Uh, but, no, we haven't had anything coming up, nothing exciting. Uh, this week, this Friday night is Daniel DeCrisio's, uh birthday party, um, but we've got other plans, so we're not going. And, um, and so, yeah, there's not, it's been very boring, actually, but I'm still working. Um, Don says she's still rewatching Dynasty. <laughs> no, it'll be better when we live on the East Coast because we then have East Coast, West Coast things to do, more for you to hear. We have parties and affairs to go to in the East Coast and flying here to the West Coast to work and go to events. So we really have cornered the market on uh, gossip. Yeah, I don't know why there's not a whole lot of stuff. We didn't go anywhere, you know, for the all the Grammy stuff is coming up, but we didn't really get invited. And, Who's Oscar party and, uh, are you going to? The one we went to last year. Which one is that? Samira's. Oh, we're going to hers again? Yeah, it's a good yeah. one, though, because there's only like there's only a very few Oscar parties. Everybody dropped out, so it's going to be a good one. They got some really great people going. I can't wait. Um, some of the people going are going to be so much fun. I'll be running around like trying to meet them all and get them on the show. One of them that's a big one is Brock O'Hearn, you guys. I can't Who? wait. I can't wait to get Brock O'Hearn on the show. Who? He's like a What kind of name is that? Uh, what is it the name? Brock O'Hearn. Brock O'Hearn? Yeah, I think that's his last name, Brock O'Hearn. I mean He's uh he's like a really uh handsome, um muscly uh, Is he definitely going? Well they advertise that he is. Um, is he straight or gay? He's straight. He's straight, and he was in. Maybe uh, I'll bring my daughter, the old man. He was. He was in. Uh, so, in, if you ever saw um, Medea Halloween, in the Medea Halloween where they have the fraternity, he's the really good-looking one in the fraternity, and he's hilarious, you guys. He's been in a lot of things. He's got like three million followers on Instagram. He's or too something. young for my daughter. No, but he's like a muscle guy. He looks like Aquaman. But anyway, no, no, he's no, gonna be there. I thought that was my picture. Uh, he's gonna be no, there. You sure this is not? You got this picture by mistake. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, uh, be, be, you know what, B, I didn't pay attention to any of the Oscar nominees because, number one, we didn't see one of the movies that's, that's that got my nominated. Picture. Yeah. That's my picture when I played Superman. Oh, you, you lost it. You went back oh, to went Kevin away. Spacey. I hate these phones, don't you? <laughs> I forgot all the people coming, but they have a whole bunch of really great people, um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. What was that? Some kind of a noise. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know what that was either. The uh, ghost. Yeah, Don said she just looked him up, isn't he? He's like cool looking, right? He's been in a lot of fun movies. Um, he's I, a hottie. He's probably gay. And uh, when they look that good, they're usually not straight. I'm trying to see. They keep announcing new people all the time, and we know a bunch of them, you know. But everybody, all the regular people that we know, will be there. Um, um, but then there'll be a lot of people who we don't Sean know. Sean Um like Frida Payne is going to be there. She's a really big singer. Um, Sean and Michelle, I'm sure, are going because they were there last year. Because right. none of those other parties, you know, there's only like five big Oscar parties, and this is one of them. And it's almost uh, sold out, I think, already. Um, so it should be fun. Um, but it's not the Hollywood one, is it? No, that one's – they're not doing it anymore. They they're stopped. The Hollywood no. One? That's, every, that's why everybody's going to this one. Why did She they didn't do it last year either. They didn't do it last year either. The Hollywood one was the big one. I know, but they don't do it anymore. That's why Samir's has taken over as the big one now. It's gonna be, it's gonna be so oh, great. Good, I can't good, wait. Good, good. I was looking to see. I, I can't. <clears throat> I like dressing up. It's fun. Oh no, I, me too. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I was looking, looking to see. They have like a lot of people that we don't know who they are because they're like boxers and 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 people like that, which I don't know, like boxers. Um, actually, John Ozuna's going. We had him on our show. Who? John Ozuna, he was on our show like a month, two months ago. Um, anyway, it'll be fun. Um, uh, Don Wilson's, the Don the Dragon Wilson's going, which is awesome. Um, Maybe I should go and drag. No. Well, I could be very in if I go and drag. I could say I'm confused. I'm a man trapped in a woman's butt. No, how is it? A woman trapped in a man's body. A woman. A and man trapped in a woman's drag. body. Huh? Oh, Lou Ferrigno's going to be there. I, I know Lou. I can't wait to meet. I've never met Lou. I Cynthia bet. Rothrock, who was just on our show. He, said he, he was at every uh, convention in Palm Springs. Yeah. I've never met Lou for a yeah, You guys, that's the Incredible Hulk. He's very nice. Um, so anyway, it's going to be a lot of fun. And we'll let you know what other stuff we have going on before them. But just hasn't been a whole lot going on. Why don't you go in drag? I am not going in drag. And I don't like men in dresses with beards. My beard looks really nice today. Well, maybe you'd like you'd look. Let I me mean, put makeup on you. Maybe you'd look pretty. No, we're not gonna. You could look like a woman that needs a shave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny as hell, though. Um, okay, so um, what else can we talk about for a minute? Let's talk about my favorite subject. You, me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke I used to use in my show. When I did my stand-up, I'd say to my audience, okay, what are we going to talk about now? Let's talk about my favorite subject, me. Oh, there's, uh, Which is so totally uh, Hollywood. We all, so. all actors, never ask an actor, what are you doing? That's a mistake. We actually saw a movie, too, the other night on TV that we thought was going to be really good because it had Jude Law and the lady from Gilded Age in it, and it was called The Nest, and it was on Netflix and it looked like it was going to be really good, and it was the biggest piece of shit ever. <laughs> it just was a very confusing movie. The writer, I think, might have uh, – he, he got lost a few times in writing it and went I don't know where, but nothing to do with the movie. It was so terrible. It was, it was not a good film. 
All right, so I see that our next guest is actually here, so we're going to bring him on so we can start talking to somebody else besides ourselves. So let's bring Which him in, Juan. <laughs> hey. Hello. How you doing? Wake up, baby. Let's get a big smile on that handsome face. Hey, guys, I was just uh, trying to text you, trying to find out how I could tell people how to tune in. Oh, uh, actually, I can send you a link. Yeah. I can send you the link so they can watch. And in the meantime, I'll introduce you. But hang on one second. I'm going to send you You look just like my nephew, Billy. I cannot believe. I swear to you, I'm not lying. You could be his brother. And even the blue eyes, everything. Just, oh. just, and thin, skinny like that. My ne- You are my nephew's double. Oh, he got, the, he got the blue eyes. I actually don't have blue eyes. I got, um, they're like, they're like golden brown. Oh, okay. <laughs> In the photographs, they look blue. No, so, you look great because we just so so believe it or not. Okay, so first let me do a real introduction. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, Jeff J. Cap Kaplan. Hello and welcome to the show. This is my co-star, uh, Ron Russell. You had to stop. You had to think about it. <laughs> we fight a lot. Don't worry, it's normal. Fans love it. Go ahead, say hi. No. <laughs> <laughs> And then we have a chat room full, uh, filling up with people. Just say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody in the chat room. There you go. So basically, you guys, uh, we've been playing actually uh, – we've been playing one of your songs every couple of weeks, Cost Me, uh, because I just like it a lot. Even though I didn't know you, we've been playing it. So it's had about 30 million plays uh, on our show. And uh, through, yeah, we're, we're big shit. through our realize. show um, – uh, yeah, because we uh, like I don't know, like our last week's show has only has four million plays so far, but we averaged five million plays, and our best show is eighteen million, um, and we broke one point two billion. Streams. So make sure you don't have any um, lettuce sucked to your teeth. In <laughs> so in the meantime, I've always liked, I always just liked your music. I actually saw you on uh, TikTok, and I just followed you. Uh, I think I followed you on one TikTok account, and then I got banned, and I had to like start another one. I just followed you today, and then I followed you on Instagram, and I watch all your videos and your music, and I just thought this guy would be fun to bring on. And and one of the things that I like, because I didn't even know that you were an actor when you first, when I first followed you. You know, we're friends. We're friends with a lot of people from Cobra Kai uh, and the Karate Kid movies. Like Sean Kanan played Mike Barnes in the Karate Kid Three. He's a very good friend of ours. And yeah. uh, I just met Daryl Vidal this weekend at a party, and he was the fighter in the first Karate Kid movie. And we had Susan Gallagher on the show, who is like the trash lady or whatever, the garbage oh, lady. Yeah, I love Homeless, Homeless Lane. Homeless Susan Lane. Was actually, Susan was actually in one of my music videos. One oh, day. that's cool. So where, where actually are you? Like, we're in Palm Springs, California. Where are you? You guys are Palm Springs. I'm Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, you're in Atlanta. I didn't I know so, that. So in your song, you said you don't have a pot to piss in. That, that was about a time. Um, but you didn't finish it. You don't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. That's yeah, a whole saying for his age. That's a whole saying. That, <laughs> that, that was mother- a whole extra rhyme scheme that I just didn't have time for, I guess. I didn't know you were in Atlanta. I actually, you know, I'm a movie producer, and I have like six films that are going to get shot in Atlanta. Hey, um, let me um, know about them. I, would, well, I didn't okay. actually... I didn't know that because I didn't really know you were an actor until after I asked you to come on. I really brought you on as a musician, and, and the fact that you're an actor and that you make your own movies and stuff uh, was like a bonus. Where'd um, you do that video? Is that New Jersey? That cost me video. Actually, that's in Little Five Points in Atlanta. Oh, wow. Oh, it looked like New Jersey. 
That's cool. That's cool. I, mean, <laughs> I, I like to just find some urban areas that have like, you know, some, uh, you know, graffiti and sort of disheveled yeah. looking areas, especially for a song like that. It, it looked like Newark, Newark, New Jersey. Now your, your music is really good. And, and I have to tell you like, so you guys should actually follow J cap. He's I am J cap on, uh, Basically, Instagram and TikTok and his and his website is imjcap.com. Um, and we've only had there's only there's not a whole lot of indie artists who actually uh, put out such a good presentation like you do. Like you have a music video for every song. They look super professional. You know, nothing that you put out is like half-ass. And I have like being a publicist and working in the music industry, I, I find that to be you know really like a pat on the back way to go type thing because. Because we see so much shit, you know, we get like, I get like 200 people like sending me emails a month that want to come on the show. And we basically only bring on clients of my PR firm or people who are super, super famous. Um, so you're like an anomaly just because of the fact that you're kind of famous. Uh, but, a nice but, you, but you, but you really do, uh, you, you really are talented. And I think that you should actually like blow the fuck up. Like you should be huge. Um, Cause I really Man. do feel like your music is that good. Give them that means a lot because I remember when you uh, followed me on TikTok and I, I remember like right when it happened, actually. And I always I checked out your page and stuff and I was like, you know what? I'm I'm not going to ask him if I could be on the show. And I, it was a it was an honor to uh, actually be asked. But, well, I uh, think it's fantastic. So I want to like uh, we're, we're going to play some of your music videos and talk about Cobra Kai. Wait a minute. You're boring the shit. No, out I'm not. Of I want to talk about yeah. I, I want to talk about. So. On your TikTok gotta, back in the no, day. I want to get to the good stuff that everybody No, wants this is good know. stuff if no, we can talk about it. I, I have no fear. Every girl right now that's watching this show is dying. <laughs> They're all crawling. You know crawling? You understand Yiddish? Crawling? Yes, Any I do. I understand okay. crawling. Are you married? Are you single? Does any girl out there have a chance one day, maybe? I am actually, um, as of recent, now single. Oh, that's new. Single. Okay. So, girls, put on your push-up bras and lipstick <laughs> and go hunt him down. Follow him on his social media. No, originally when I had you on your – and I don't know if this is like – if you did this, if this is a real story, but like originally when I found you on TikTok, you were putting out videos that you became off of a, a – you're allowed to talk about it now, and you were originally a part of NSYNC. Is that all true stuff? Well – I mean, there's it's like a long story, but you know, basically, I mean, a picture's worth a thousand words, and I mean, it's right there. You tell me. How come you're not in a white? They're older than you, there, though, right or no? I was the young one. You were the troublemaker. That's why you troublemaker. They they're supposed to wear white. I show up in black. I don't stand a chance. You were like the Donnie Wahlberg. Uh, like Donnie Wahlberg was kind of like the bad guy when New Kids came out. So you were kind of like an AJ McLean for the Backstreet Boys. So you were like kind of like the bad guy because we've actually had Joey yeah. Fatone and, and uh, Lance Bass on the show. Yeah, it was uh, like a little too much. You know, they, I guess Chris and Joey were enough bad to, to, to be the bad ones. I was too bad. I was, so, I was so like. Were you performing all that time? Like I, I like I noticed that you put out tons of music in the last since I've been following you. But have you been putting out music all along, or did you like like well, what were you in between? Musically, I mean, I kind of had, I kind of had a little outlet about ten years ago, where I built a a, a company 
where I was doing the filmmaking. So it was kind of like a filmmaking acting thing. So it wasn't like I was putting out music, but really now I'm, I'm like completely available. So I'm putting in all my time into my music, my acting, my, uh, I mean, I, I still work for companies doing filmmaking, but uh, music is something that I can express myself in a million ways and I can do it regularly. Nobody can stop me from doing it anymore. You know, it's I just do it. Um, I I have the skill set to make music videos. Um, so I write, produce my music, and then I direct and edit the videos. You really look so much like his nephew. It's not even funny. <laughs> yeah. no, you know what? The same personality. Yeah, you guys are the so same, similar. What, the same speech pattern. Oh, they want to know in the chat room in your without you video is was that your ex girlfriend then? What yeah. what happened? Listen, Jeff, I'm not a yenter, but I have to know. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna play the without you video. We're gonna let him introduce you know it and why? play it. Because when a cute guy comes on our show, all the girls put new batteries in their vibrators. <laughs> so Oh my god, yeah. They're a cute guy. And I have to push it. Otherwise, they send me letters. Ron, why didn't you ask him this? Why didn't you ask him that? So I'm going to ask you the standard question. In a girl, what do you look for? Besides big tits, a great ass, and a tight box. Well, besides, <laughs> all, besides all that. Um, uh, well, I see, I'm very dedicated to my career. So I do need somebody that recognizes the vision, um, who's, who, um, helps inspire what's going on, but also has a passion of their own. There's something that is, uh, whatever it may be, just something that just ex like the, you could, I could see that excitement in them. Somebody that I can help as well. Like, uh, that's just something I, I like about, a, I become so attracted to somebody's pursuit. Um, for uh, self-actualization, like a dream, a follow, uh, something they believe in, whatever it may be. Um, and uh, yeah, so that along with, you know. I, could, you like, could you like a woman who has uh, her self-identity? I'm sorry? Yeah, that's sad. Basically, yeah, that's what well, you just I'm said. clarifying something. Shut the fuck up when I'm talking. <laughs> 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 He said, that's okay. We people love it. We Don't do worry. this all the time. We have a little fight on the show. Our audiences love it. It's, all, it's all make believe. Um, so a woman has a self identity, but yet she has to support your career. I agree with that 100%. It's just at the faith and the trust that I have a vision and a goal. And uh, well, the last girl, she fell short, right? The one you just dumped. She fell short. Oh, I was the one who got dumped. He what? She said he got dumped. She didn't get. Oh, dumped. you you got dumped? <laughs> who the hell does she think she was? <laughs> so hold on. Well, I want everybody to see her and, and get to hear because this is a really great song. The chat room already loves it. Um, the name of the song, you guys, is "Without You." So what I want you to do is you introduce the song and then you hang on. We're gonna play the video for everybody and we'll be right back. Um, so introduce the song for everybody, uh, and then uh, hang on, and we'll see you in a minute. But you got to introduce it. Oh. Introduce the song. 
this is this is uh, my, I'm J Cap, and this is my music video called "Without You." There you go. I don't wanna wake up another day without you. I don't wanna let another moment pass us by. I knew right from the second that I saw you. I never wanna go another night without you right here by my side. When I open up my eyes, my eyes, I want you in my life. My life. Always down to ride until the day I die. Woke up in pain, why am I feeling this way? I hate rolling over, longing for you. For you. Calling out your name, I will never be the same. I just can't go. Where'd you go? Where'd you lead to? Why can't I look into your eyes? Why can't I look into your eyes? Can't feel the void you left me. No one's around except me. I'm so lost since you said goodbye. Woke up in pain. Why am I feeling this way? I hate rolling over, longing for you. Calling out your name. I love it. I think it's fantastic. So you know uh, something, flowers do a lot. What does that mean? Flowers do a lot. Trust that, uh, flowers will fix everything. Oh, okay. Uh, she's very pretty. She's very, very beautiful. Nice body. Was she a nice girl? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She made me very, very happy. She was you know, a great women, person. women are not always nice. Women are smart. Women know how to keep a man on a hook. Kiss him, love him, screw him good, and then be a bitch. Let him beg for more. Men love that. No man wants a pushover schmucky broad that sits there like a schlepper. Hello, I love you. Nobody wants that. No guy, anyway. I didn't. You want a woman with a little bit of pepper. You want a woman who makes you spin a little bit. You know, she's gorgeous. Does she work in entertainment? Did she? Did she work in entertainment? She also is a music artist. Oh, good for her. Okay, she? she's a music artist. 
Oh, so you have that in common. Yeah, that was. I would common. call her up and say, listen, I think it's time to talk. Maybe we made a couple of mistakes we can work out because she might be worth doing it for. What do you think? <laughs> I'm being like your father. I'm talking to you like a father. Like, right? Like your grandfather. Grandfather. Yeah, grandfather. <laughs> hey, man, I, I wish it was that simple. It yeah. is. That, but you know what, Jeff? It is that simple. No, it is, it is. Oh, you're full you of shit. Could, you could be right. You could be right. I don't know. I don't know. Right. I don't know, what, I don't is, know what to do. It is, it is that simple. Time heals all wounds. Remember that. Yeah. And this girl may say to herself, you know what? I'm stupid. I lost something very valuable. And trust me. If you are who you say you are, and if you are a nice guy with a good heart, and you treat her right, then if she doesn't want you, she needs help. Because all girls out there right now are in agree. A good guy, girls don't leave good guys. Anyway, all right. So either way, we hope it works out however you want it to work out for you. And let's switch topics. No, um, he's a sweetheart of a guy. I mean, I could see girls flipping over. Oh, I can see girls flipping. Even the chat room is talking about how cute he is. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's handsome as hell. So handsome as you know. I give the same bullshit to my nephew. My nephew is divorced. My nephew went and married a girl twenty six years younger than him. Idiot. Number one, I told him, schmuck, what are you doing with a, a babe? You think you're going to have a relationship? Well, two years it lasted, and she dumped him because he got old. <laughs> I mean, what she thought was old. Anyway, I want to go into music. I want to, actually, I want to yeah, go. Love is, love is blind, Jeff. Listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. He is 83, by the way. So love he is, old is, love is so blind. Look at what I married. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm not blind. <laughs> yeah, we just celebrate. We're, this is our, we're going into our 11th year. October will be our 11th year. 11 years. years. They want to give me a medal. I said, when? All right, so let's go into acting a little mm -hmm. bit. Um, and I do have another music video we can play in a little bit, but um, let's go to uh, Cobra Kai. So first of all, how did you get the deal? Uh, how did you How did you actually get your, your stint on Cobra Kai? Did you have to audition? Yeah, I got an audition. I have an agent here in Atlanta, um, Jay Purvis, Joy Purvis. Oh, yeah, um, I know them. Okay, I have a friend with them. Yeah, she's, she's great. She found me like just shortly after like high school forever ago. And um, anyways, I got the audition from her. And when I first got the audition, you just kind of just start auditioning. You don't really know fully what you're doing. Some you got to do your research. And I didn't research enough, but I was like, this sounds familiar. Cobra Kai. Wait a minute. And I did my tape and I sent it in. And then I was doing like work and I was like, wait a minute. I Google this. This is the karate kid show. Are you kidding me right now? I have got to get this one. Like, I grew up watching Karate Kid. I did karate because of it, probably. I got all the way to a purple belt, you know? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so they called me five days later and gave me an offer. No wow. callback, no nothing. I, I was like, wait, and no so callback. Yeah. Oh, so you're going to be working with Sean? No, he's already in it. Like, his his... He was in season th three. What you in season well, three? Season one, two, and three. Okay, season one, two, and three. Sean is in season five, and he'll be in season six. Also, oh, they're not going to be they're shooting together. Do you actually know who? Do you know who Sean Cannon is? 
He played Mike Barnes in the movie, and he was in the last. Yeah, no, of course, yeah. Uh, he's on the Bold and the Beautiful right now. Yeah, he's a good friend of ours, but um, he's like my son. But I thought you were terrific in it. First of all, I watched the clip that you had up on TikTok or whatever, where Johnny Lawrence, you know, is like hitting you, and your nose bleeds. That was the best scene. The best scene. <laughs> It was so. What do you think of the show in general? Like, I love it. I've actually seen uh, both seasons twice. I watched them twice just because I liked it so much. Um, I love it. I think it's hilarious. Um, well, you know, it's a it's such a cool twist. I mean, honestly, if they come back with just the old school Karate Kid show, like, it's a little, it's a little vanilla for us right now. You know, it's like it needed it needed that spice that they brought this whole oh, let's twist it around. Maybe he's the bad guy. Maybe this is the bad guy. I was like, that's brilliant. And then you bring in like uh Josh Hield, uh John Hurwitz, Hayden Slash Burger, uh <laughs> the the creators of the show. And these guys are just brilliant comedic geniuses. Um they did Hot Tub Time Machine, Harold and Kumar. Yeah. They just did the show Obliterated on Netflix. And these guys are just hilarious and they're just having so much fun. They're like big kids in a candy shop. Like, and um, working with them has been such an amazing thing. They're, they're like true rock stars of film. And they, they brought this show to life in a new way that uh, I think has really captivated the audience from young to old. And uh, it's an honor to be a part of it because wow. every second being in it was fun too. But then you turn it on and you're like, I like this. I want to tell people about this because as an actor, you don't always get in a project you're super proud of. We were, uh, we were at a red carpet event in New York. Uh, we were interviewing people on the red carpet. And so Ron actually interviewed Ralph Macchio uh, on the red carpet. He was very not him and his daughter. Who's like uh, doing a lot in acting. I think. Well, now. Ralph is from New York. He's Italian. And uh, we had a lot in common. I, I think he might be Jewish, Italian also like me. I think he's, so we had a blast with him. I think the show is great. We were at a, uh, another red carpet here in L.A. Um, last year, and we all got to meet Martin Cove. He was super cool. Um, yeah. And I think that uh, uh, I'm actually we're actually putting together like a werewolf movie, and we're going to get some of the Karate Kid people in that. So I'll, I'm going to put your name on the list for that because I'm doing a werewolf movie in Texas. And uh, but I think I think it's so great. And, and how smart is it to, to it hooks all of us older people who grew up with the originals and then they bring in that all young cast that takes all the young people. That's why, you know, it's the number one show. As soon as it comes out, it's the number one show for it's such a long time. Like I was like, wait a minute. So this is already going to have a guaranteed huge fan base. And the, the, the story of how it got like its growth of a show is crazy to me because it started on YouTube. It started as a YouTube red show. When, it, when they were trying to build their own streaming service. And I'm like, what the heck is this show doing on here? This should be an instant Netflix show. Um, and so they did season one and season two on YouTube. And yes, I didn't even know that. So for two, for two years, I would tell people, yo, I'm on a TV show. It's the Karate Kid show. And they're like, okay, cool. Is it on Netflix? I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, okay. And so they <laughs> It wouldn't even go watch it. Like, and then, then season three comes out and they release the show on Netflix in 2020. And all of a sudden, everybody calls me. They're like, bro, you're on TV. You're on Netflix. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you I'm in the show to begin with. But yes, Netflix is a whole nother level. Well, um, we knew about this show before it even started because of Sean. Sean knew about it. 
And he told us, he said, you know, they may be doing a Karate Kid show, blah, 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 blah. And he was hoping to be in it. So we knew about it long before. And Jimmy and I both said to Sean, if they do this show, it's going to be a hit. Hits. And sure enough, it is a hit. And we're so it's got such a great soundtrack. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like the movie. It has a great soundtrack. Uh, it has great characters. And some of the people, you know, from the series, I mean, now they're making a movie, right? I, I read yeah, that. They're, so they're now they're bringing, so everybody talks all this shit about, um, sorry, about um, you the, can say karate, the Karate Kid show movie with Jaden Jaden uh, uh, Smith. They, a lot of people don't like it because they're such diehards of the old one. And now they're going to combine them by putting Jackie Chan and Ralph Macchio together. You know what? I didn't, I didn't mind the Karate Kid with Jaden Smith. I didn't mind. It. it was all right. I didn't think it was as good just because the story wasn't as strong. I didn't think. But it was fun. I've seen it. You know, actually, the I saw final, it. The final kick was just too fake. Yeah, the final kick was awesome. Do you do – so you do do karate. I, I mean, as when I was younger, I can't. I could do any of these stunts or anything. Honestly. Younger? I, how old are you? Uh, I'm 37 now. You're a baby, 37. What's younger? And you don't look older, a day older than about 25. <laughs> I mean, oh, you're not old. Go, you know, go fuck yourself. You're not old. When you're 83, then we'll talk. Yeah, I didn't That's say old. I was old. I did not say I was old. I ain't trying to say I'm old yet. At 37, I could flip upside down. I could at 37. I'm 37. No, I can't flip upside down. down. I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe on a trampoline. Actually, at 37, I flipped up down. Now at 83, I fall down. Uh, no, I think it's fabulous. So you didn't get any calls yet for the movie yet, huh? You know, that, that that's interesting you say that because you, you just don't know. Because Cruz could be a character that appears in the movie. You just don't know because it's It's going to be a part of the same universe. So let's Not ask sure. the universe. The we want, we want Cruz Jeff, to be let's, in it. Let's put it out there. Send it out. I want, I want homeless Lynn to be in it too. Susan Gallagher is such a sweetheart. We like loved her. Sweetheart. And all the Cobra Kai fans want that too. I mean, that's one of the things about the show is that there's been so many like little cult followings of like the, the smaller characters, the ones like Cruz, Trey and Cruz and homeless Lynn has got a huge fan base. Um, we got one season left of Cobra Kai season six. That's being started filming right now. So everybody's got everybody's on like what Mike Barnes was doing, and everybody's wondering, are we going to be in it? You know, who's who's coming back? So wait, you're in season six? No, he's not yet. We don't. Oh yeah, we don't know. No. yeah. Only you're going to primary characters of like the first episode yeah. have pretty Trust much been. Me, you'll, be, you'll be in it. I'm a witch. You're going to be in season six. We want you to be in it. I think your character and, was and great. I mean, you look so different. Like, you're so different looking, like, in it. I wouldn't have even known. Maybe that's why when I saw it, I didn't even have any idea that it was you because you look so different. You know, I know. See, like, that's another thing. Like, like you have to you have to pay attention to that if you're going to put it in there. You have to twist that into the story somehow because I come around season three, season four starts filming. I don't know if I was going to be – I really never know until like a few weeks before the show airs, which is well, – show shoots, which I'm like kind of like that's kind of crazy because what if I couldn't do it and you just spend all this time writing it? Anyways, I get to um, – I'm like getting tired of having this long hair and maintaining this like person that I'm done with. I'm like this is a this is an old person of me. I'm not I'm not this person anymore. I'm not shaggy. I'm not fucking running around skinny. Like 
must. I think a mustache, right? You had a mustache. Yeah, I have a mustache, and like I, you know, I'll grow a mustache back any day. No problem. I just shaved uh, like a scruff, but um, I, you see, when it comes to projects and stuff, I found this pretty crazy that I, whether I'm meaning to or not, my life gets kind of method, um, like the method acting style of things. So as I'm playing Cruz, I start to adapt to a lot of like cruise characteristics like well one like physically i have to i I feel like i gotta maintain this look just in case i can be called in any moment to be back in the show and when i put on a costume of any sort i practically become that character like it's as simple as that just putting on a new outfit so if i'm walking around and i'm dressed like this cruise guy which was me for a while i was living that life and it got me into some crap it got me into some trouble and I also fed into it. I um, I was like, well, let me explore. Let me learn more of this. And it got me into some serious trouble that I realized one day I was like, I need to make a lot of changes for myself. And I talked to the producers and I said, um, how are you guys going to feel if I cut my hair off? And they're like, uh, Jeff, please do whatever you want with your hair and anything. If we write you in, we'll figure that out. Um, no, wait. Yeah, you can wear wigs. Yeah, I can wear a wig, of course. Um, I'm just not used to it. I haven't done it yet. Jeff, you opened the door, so I'm going to ask you the question. What sort of trouble did you get in? I was just drinking too much, and I was, uh, you know, getting around, hanging around shady crowds, and, um, you know. His character, because Ron hasn't seen Cobra Kai, so uh, his character, he's in prison. You know, and you're getting, getting beat up in prison by oh. the main characters. So the then you character. became a prisoner in real life. Yeah, I became a prisoner to the character. And, um, you know, I got in trouble with some things. And um, that's not mainly, good. Mainly all centered around drinking. Like drinking became a big problem for me. And it had been in my life. Um, 2020 really swamped me. See how, uh, good looking, see how good looking you are now? Keep drinking. Yeah. When you're my age, you're going to look like shit. I, I couldn't, look I couldn't agree more. It's the best decision I've ever made in my life to cut out drinking. Good for you. I look good. I look good I for eighty-three because I never drank and did drugs. That's why at eighty-three I can still. And look he's still working. Me. He's got like six movies on the board. Yeah, and I'm like you. I become the character. I believe in that. If I can't become the character, I won't take the part because it doesn't fit. And if it doesn't fit, you're going to look like shit on the screen. So yeah. I know what that's all about when you take the character home. I know. Yeah. I, uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's even as weird as like if I'm watching a show, if I'm just watching a show, all of a sudden like I start to evolve into these things going on like similarities. I'm like, like I, I don't know. I, I'm very I'm very in tune to energies and like I grab into them and I absorb things like that. And so I got to be careful. Like uh, so I design my life now. Um, more so I used to be kind of just going with the flow and rolling around and just seeing where it takes me. Now I have said, what life do I want? And I'm going out and I'm getting it. And, um, and it took a lot of, took a lot of strength and it took a lot of steps and you had to start from somewhere and the bottom was a good place to start. Um, and I kept climbing up and I'm going to keep climbing up and every day I aim to get better. You're doing very well. I have to say though, this, this new look, cause I, uh, you sent me the picture that we used for the promo, and you said you just got you know got it done. Like this clean cut look, like this though, is a, a really good look for you. I could see you playing a zillion roles like this. Uh, I really like it a lot. I, a lot, a lot I, of- I changed my appearance like that. It's pretty crazy because I literally took that picture about five days ago. 
A lot of young actors ask my opinion. One in particular is our friend who's doing very well. The one that, he looks like shit now. He's very handsome, but he has the beard. What's his name? He was from uh, Blind. He, he played in Blind. Anyway, a very good friend of ours, handsome son of a bitch, shaven with short hair, decided to get to look oh, like Tyler Gallant. Tyler, Tyler Gallant is his name. He decided to look like a homeless person. For what reason? I don't know. So now he's getting cast in shitty movies playing weirdos. And I said to him, shave everything off. Look like a man. Look beautiful. Be a Cary he's Grant. gorgeous. Be a Cary Grant. Let studio make you the character. There are wigs. There are beards. There are scars. Whatever you want, they'll do. If you if you go there, as you can't get work. He if got you, cast on yeah, General he, Hospital after he did that. Yeah. You cannot, you cannot get work. <laughs> If it's you look, true, and I used to do that. Like I would, sh I would show up to an audition or tape an audition in character, and like they're like, "Wait a minute, is this guy just?" No, really you're never gonna get work. They, they want to see this and then see that. Yes, I do not have a beard. I never will. I've never had long hair. I look like this now. I play fathers because I'm an old fuck. But when I was in my younger days, I played everything because we had wigs. We, we want to give a shout out real quick. So someone who knows you is in the chat room. Chadrick Whitmire. Hey, Chadrick. Thanks for joining. Chadrick. Sorry. Chadrick. Thanks for joining the show. He's one of your friends, Jeff. So hey, Chad. Yeah, no, I definitely know Chad. That's cool. Wow. That looks like a lot of people are in this chat room. Yeah. A lot of people are, are, are in there. They're all digging it. Um, so we have about 10 minutes, but I want to play his other song to give him exposure. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, like his, and his other song that we have is called Space. Tell us a little bit about Space real quick and introduce it, and then we'll play it real quick. Oh, um, so Space is a song that I wrote while I was going through some, like, recovery stuff, and I was just feeling very uh, controlled and just very, you know, anxiety was, like, all over the place, and I just felt, you know, trapped. And it also was kind of like, a big metaphor for like, not metaphor. It's, it's kind of like an, what's the word? It's, it's, it's relating to what it's like to be in, um, addictions as well. Like you think that everybody is like trying to control you and all this stuff and you're running around freaking out and you just want some space. You just, can you just you leave me alone? Like, but, um, I love it. That's what it's about. And, uh, I just wanted to make something fun. Were you doing, were you doing drinking and drugs? A little bit, yeah. So um, you were really in trouble. Yeah, yeah. I, I, look, I was a very um, experimental person for many reasons of the mind. Like I was a spiritual person trying to find some answers that can't be found in books. How, how long are you clean? Twenty months. Four months. Just Twenty gonna, months. Twenty. Twenty. Twenty months. That's a good time. That's great. You, you, good you, for you. you made it. You made it, Jeff. Oh yeah, I did all the stuff. I did all the things I really needed to do to get get away from it. I, no, made, I made my own choice one day, and I said, "I don't want that life anymore." And I got up off my ass, and I and I went and did the steps that I needed to do. Not to say I didn't slip up a cut one time after that, but I came back. Think, do you think this is why your girlfriend left? No. Good. Oh so, well, no no no. There no no no. It has oh, nothing God. to do with that. Let's do the space video. Introduce it real quick, and we'll be right back. All right. My name is J-Cap, and this video is called Space. Space. 
love it like you know that one kind of like reminded me of kind of like if green day was really pop a little bit more pop than punk it had like a green day vibe to me <laughs> who are some of your influences who are um, some of your influences? I, I would say green day is a huge influence green day blink 182 simple plan um you know some 41 very millennial sounds um they're my biggest influence. I like to bring them to a modern world um, and add some like hip hop flair to them um, when it comes to the drums primarily. Um, like Newfound Glory at all? Do you know who oh, Newfound yeah, yeah. All of every one of those things back then. Like, I mean, the, you could list them all off, even down to the earlier 90s too, like the late 90s too, a lot of stuff in there as well. Um, but, you know, I was, I, was, I was raised, like the first tapes I ever had were like, um, boys to men tlc michael jackson and elvis um you know that's my very first tapes i ever had now i have a very eclectic music taste and i like to bring all these worlds together just like i do in life like i like to 
I, I am a very uh, open person that can get along with just about anybody. And I do. And I like to bring them all together and show kind of people that they can. So I do that with my music as well. But right now I'm focused into that early 2000s sound brought to a modern twist because, well, one, I absolutely love it because it's a ton of fun. Like that's the key element to me. I, I, I'm in search of a fun life, um, a fulfilling fun life. And when I found, um, when I, I used to make music of all styles, but it used to be kind of defined as a theatrical hip hop pop is what I called it. And now when I, 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 I split from a producer and a business partner about 10 years ago. And for a long time, I was trying to find my sound again. And uh, I'd work with a producer here or a producer there, but I had my music so high on a pedestal that I was not able to meet it with other people. And um, it was like a band broke up and you're trying to create the band with somebody else, but the band doesn't exist anymore. Um, nobody, it doesn't work. So um, I, about two and a half years ago, I began working with a producer to explore all genres that I write. I write songs of all genres. So all your songs they're all different like you have a lot of different things going on and right uh, but now they do center around a vibe like i mean uh i do have a purpose too that a greater purpose that i do have going on with the sound um but when i reached when i met when i wrote beautiful disaster all of a sudden i, I recorded that and i said holy crap that's where i belong this is the sound of my, this is where my voice thrives. Most people have told me you got a kind of a rock sound a little bit, but when I started hitting notes like that, I'm not a rapper. I don't have like, I, if I do rap, it's got to kind of be comedic. So, um, pop singing, it's not really, it's not really me, but this, this is me. This is fun. This is uh, energetic. And then when I made song like cost me, cost me was the one that woke me up. Like, because I didn't know what I was about to make. I sat down bored and made that. And I said, holy crap, I just told some real stuff there. Like, and, and Hang then. On. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. We only have a minute left and I have to answer one question. The girls in the chat room want to know, what is your tattoo across your chest up here? What does it say? Well, um, technically that, that says wish you were here, I think, but I don't have any permanent tattoos. Oh, I saw your video. He's got a TikTok video, you guys, on how you take off permanent. I mean, how do you take off fake tattoos? So you don't have any real tattoos. And I do all not have a single tattoo that is permanent. Of course you cannot. For you. No, he's Jewish. One, I am Jewish. And, and my mother, never go my mother would have a heart attack. Um, you'll, never get in, you'll never get in a Jewish cemetery. Oh, we got to go. We're out of time. If you so have tattoos. I'm an ever-evolving chameleon, and I'm an actor, and I like to be able to change when, when I'm ready for it. Hey, everybody, please keep track of JCAP. Uh, it's at IamJCAP, IamJCAP.com. Uh, I'll keep in touch with you because I am. I'm, I'm casting a bunch of movies and stuff, and I like your look. Um, so we'll be in touch. But we want to thank you for coming on the show. I really do think you're super talented, and I wish you all the best in the future. I do also. And you know what? I have a feeling with that girl, you're going to call me and say, guess what? Maybe. I got a feeling. I have a feeling. Because, Either way, we because especially if she sees this show, <laughs> I have. It to, I I'll have, send it to you when it's done. I have. <laughs> I didn't say anything stupid. Listen, no, you were good. Listen, I know what I'm talking about. We gotta go. Hey, everybody. So, J. Cap, thanks so much. We Take care, J. We hey, want to also thank, thank Even Brown from the Stylistics for coming on the show. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye. And you are going to be in six.
with my friend Sean. Say hello for me. All right, cool. Okay, I will. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Take bye -bye. care, Jay. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. Bye bye. You too. Nice fella. Absolutely. In the mix, yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest news that you will send to the celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Russell.